Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young, the runner-up uh, for Best Pumpkin in Show. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell, um, international fucking superstar. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's the oh, first time ever. Yeah, that's a little something different. International superstar of nothing. <laughs> I'm a doctor of reading tea leaves. Big Smiths fan. Freddie Young. And uh, what are you drinking tonight, Vanessa? Um... Vodka and Dyke, Coke Freddy, what, provided by you. So, what are you, <laughs> so I assume you're drinking the same, as I can see. Goodness, I'm also drinking a Vodka and Dyke Coke. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. You can't hear it because we're drinking from plastic, plastic cups. Plastic cups, yeah. But they are Smirnoff cups, so. And they are recyclable and we use we're them all the time. We're saving the planet. So we're not, they're not throwaways. We're saving the planet one day at a time from our big red cup. That's what the, the Americans will know, that one. Yeah, because they always drink in red cups, don't they? Well, they do in the films. On the movies. On the movies. Um, well, listen, we'll start off with uh, some apologies. So we have been gone for some time. We even had people reaching out to us on social media going, is everything okay? Yeah. We, we miss Where you, we'd you? like you to come back. Well, listen, here we are. Like a phoenix, we have risen from the ashes. In all our glory. In all our glory. Um, it, we've not been gone for bad reasons, so we are all safe and well and living the dream, but we, we have been busy. So I'm kind of halfway through house renovations. I've got no kitchen currently. I've been doing a spot of filming here and there. Vanessa's just been busy working. It's it's height of the season for her. So yeah. she's got lots of, st lots of stuff going on. So we are here. We are back. We do apologise for the uh, break in transmission. And I think sometimes our paid work when we're busy takes a bit of a preference over this. Which obviously we do for love. So, yeah, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, and I'm sure you can all appreciate that. So I will start up with a little, little update. So I've got um, a TV show coming out soon. Yeah. It's not anything related to the paranormal. It's actually a game show. So it's called One Question. It's coming out on Channel 4 with the, uh, the Fringe, Claudia Winkleman. I can confirm that she uses head and shoulders. I asked her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming out soon. So that... I think is due to start this Friday. That's my episode is not until the 22nd of July. But a few people have said online that on Friday, once the first one airs, you can watch all the episodes online. Oh, yeah, because they, they do it, don't they, as a binge watch, yeah. Yeah, so potentially from this Friday, you'll be able to see me. See you in the flesh. See me in the flesh. See what you're really like. And see my Jake as well, because Jake yeah. comes on it with me. And you get to see if I win £100,000 or not. Yeah. Oh, because that's the prize. That's the prize, 100 grand. So you get to come and have a little view of that. So keep an eye out for it. It's one question on Channel 4, Fridays at 8. I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Be there or so be So you can swift. actually see the man himself... And more into his personal life with his fella, which you, you we we often talk about Jake on this podcast. So. Yeah, he's, so he I haven't made him up. He does exist. Yeah, uh, someone does actually love me. Well, I say that um, he coexists with me. Yeah, you say that you say that loosely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much he loves me, especially today because we had a row on the car journey here. Any other updates for you? Anything you want to share? You've got your budgies. Got the two budgies. Your budgies are there. They're in. They're in the garden. They're at the in minute, the garden getting, at the moment. In having the a bit of sun. Malachim and Ezekiel, named um, after um, the angels. The the, the man, the, pro, the the prophet in the Bible, Ezekiel, who spoke about the angels, and actually the uh, Malachim is the version, the name for 
um, angels that, that take human form. So that's Malachi. Oh, okay. So, no. yeah, I mean, it's been, you know, but Freddie, do you know, honestly, it's been a lot of work for me. I'm working. Um, obviously, got a little Jude to look after. I'm, I have a new um, fella interest on the horizon <gasps> as well. Escandalo. I know, which is the first time in, in many years. Well, not many years, too, you know, but... Well, um, as, so as you can imagine, Vanessa's very busy. Yeah. In her spare time. Nothing really to report at this stage, but definitely something brewing. There we go. So that's a little update for us. And before we start, I would just like to give a little shout out to our number one fan. Oh, yeah. Young Sam. Sam Norman, if you're listening to this in Sam. the shower, we love you. And Ashley, if you're listening to this as well, we love you more. Um, there you go. He's he begged for a little shout out on on the podcast. He's a very dear friend of mine. Yeah, thanks Sam for listening. You little bastard. I'm glad you listened to us naked. I mean, if he's in, he listens to us naked, so. Well, there you go. He's, That's got to be a shout he's, out. He's quite handsome. Do you know what I mean? He's, hmm. he's not bad looking. So, um, yeah, there we go. So we're going to go straight into this week's episode, and we're going to come back with a bang. Because it is spontaneous human, human combustion. combustion. Da, 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 da. Now, this is a subject I said to you ages ago I'd like to do. Because in my younger years, I was fascinated. But this is before internet years, when it was just books. And I read a lot of books on this. I am talking about literally 20 years ago. So I'm not going to remember so much. And I have no personal experience. You know, he said to me earlier, do I have any personal experience? Well, no, no. I haven't combusted myself lately, but, <laughs> <laughs> apart from in bed, but that's another story. Not any time um, recently. It's something I've always been fascinated by, you know, from a girl. So I think it's definitely something to to talk about. It's rare, but it's it's it definitely happens. And, you know, it's it, when they have these kind of paranormal <coughs> books and stuff, you know, like a general overview, like yeah, encyclopedia. Yeah. That's where I learned about it from books. There's, oh, there's them really famous images, isn't it? Just a set of legs and a pile of ash. Yeah, you know, or an ankle and a, and a slipper. Yeah, it's quite, it's not pleasant to look at, but it's... No, it's not it's scary, actually, really scary. It's, it's something that we probably are all aware of, but don't really necessarily know a I, great I, deal I, about. I don't know, because... When you look at all these these multitude of amazing paranormal shows that we have on all the time, I don't think I've ever seen one on spontaneous human combustion. Um, but it's uh, but I also think Freddie, it's such a scary topic. I mean, I remember I was fascinated, but but it, it, it scared me to death because scientifically it can't be dis explained. Scientifically, we know it happens, um, and there's something really fucking weird about it. But there it's it's one of those ones that's it. a bit, oh, you know, it's a, mm, it's a bit scary. I do have some science for you about it a bit later on, but I just, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to explain it away. Of course, of but course. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really sit right. They do, so they do in the books that I read, but it, it never we ha we really... Ha we have it, some it, science, it, yeah. but not, to me, listen, it just we, doesn't fit. We know that science will try and explain everything. You know, science will try and explain this ghost. Well, we know there's ghosts anyway. And they're trying to say, oh, no, it's this or that. And I think it's just another topic which science tried to make up. Yeah, listen, doesn't work for me, like a lot of these topics. So let's let's get into it. So spontaneous combustion has its roots kind of medically and scientifically speaking um, in and around the 18th century. So there was a man called Paul Rowley and he was part of London's Royal Society. And that is the oldest scientific academy. Um, in the world so the 
term was coined in an article from 1744 called the philosophical transactions so in this paul described it as a process in which a human body allegedly catches fire as a result of heat generated by internal chemical activity but without evidence of an external source of ignition mm. so they've identified it in kind of 1744 as something that you know they know about, they've acknowledged, they've recognised. Forty-four was a very long time ago. Very long time. So this is not, a, it's not recent. And that's their explanation then. And in 1744, nobody really knew anything. But they're still trying to work it out. And, and understand. Think, How the fuck did this happen? Yeah. So the idea kind of gained some popularity and become more of a public knowledge thing mm. uh, when Charles Dickens wrote about it in 1853 so in his novel bleak house there's a minor character called crook and he's a cheating merchant with a penchant penchant for, penchant for gin and he spontaneously catches fire and burns to death so dickens huge in his time huge even now has used this in his novel it's not factual but you know it then brings it into the forefront of um the public mind did he have a penchant for gin and absinthe Oh, Since yes. In those days. Oh, yes. <laughs> he saw the Green Fairy. Um, so the scientific community, however, have remained sceptical since then and has continued to regard it with suspicion. There have been 200-ish cases that have been reported worldwide and that have been... That we know that of. That we know of. That have, when they've gone to the coroner or whatever, they've said, right, listen, it's spontaneous human combustion. It's very, very rare for it to be acknowledged as that mm. doesn't mean that there isn't 20,000 cases. Yeah. But in but they so, might yeah, they might yeah, say, yeah. no, listen, we think that they dropped a cigarette on them or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then just everything else, including the house burnt down to death, but not their leg or their leather bloody slipper. Yeah. yeah. But they, they like everything, they try and explain it, yeah. So generally what um, the characteristics of it is that the fire generally contains itself to the person and their immediate surroundings. Yeah. So it's not uncommon to find burns and smoke damage just above and yeah. below the victim's body, yeah. but nowhere else. Nowhere else. So, you know, you have to imagine house fires. We know that fire travels and it travels at an alarming rate. Mm. If a body is burning enough that it can turn a body to ash, that's Which a sig is that's a that's a, a significant ridiculous amount of heat. Yes, that is a, a, yeah a significant fire. That's significant heat. How does that not set the so, whole yeah. room on fire? Sorry, I'm just going to go back. When I did say house burnt down, I didn't mean that. I was being a bit, but yeah. And I do know that when I said the house is burnt down, I do know that's not the case. Oh, I okay. was just being a bit. Um. So normally. Um, the torso of the person is what is reduced to ash and they leave extremities behind. So arms, legs, like bottoms of legs, feet, things like that. That is generally the characteristics of somebody who has passed in a spontaneous human combustion case. Mm. Mm. I was going to say something, but I'm going to let you, because normally I interrupt and then you're going to explain it or give it in a minute. So I'm will, going to wait. And, and So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into some famous reported cases yeah. and then I'll give you a little bit of the science yeah. as to why, um, of how they've tried to explain it. 
Hmm. Yeah? Hmm. So, the first case of spontaneous combustion on record took place in Milan in the late 1400s. Right. When a knight named Polonus Voristios allegedly, allegedly burst into flames in front of his own parents. Hmm. As with many cases of spontaneous combu uh, combustion, alcohol was at play. So, Polonos was said to have belched fire after consuming a few glasses of particularly strong wine. I think that's rubbish. I'm sorry, I'm going to interject. And I do this and always <laughs> and shouldn't do. But off the bat, that's, that's bollocks, that's rubbish. Because listen, the amount of people that drink booze, um, no, no. I'm not having it, I, I'm not even accepting it off the bat sorry if that was the case i would be a walking urn just filled with ashes well, we'd all be dead with a little brain Listen, and some ice that is just rubbish and no it's a alcohol uh, no, plays, I, I, I think, in, in, in the scientific realm in them trying to explain it I, alcohol yeah, is, is a big catalyst so many years ago they just naturally you know they said your opening statement was he, he was out of penchant for gin now, they're just trying to explain it because they know alcohol is flammable, but no. You, it's a lot of a lot of the cases they try and explain away is the person was an alcoholic and, you know, was known to drink... Well, most people on the planet duh, are. Duh, 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 half a litre of vodka. <laughs> well, a few, a lot of them. Yeah, no. So, okay, so straight away it's... Straight away you're gone. saying no to that one. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think no. maybe there is some truth and, you know, the belching of fire and stuff I think maybe is a bit extreme. They're not and, fucking and, dragons, and, no. They're not dragons. I don't get it. Are I'm... they maybe, you know, as they did back then, you know, you'd Listen, take something if, if, fairly if, normal and then make was, it fantastical. If, it, if this was in reality, in some kind of way, um, attributed to, to, to consumption of alcohol, then there'd be people... In the street, all over the world, set, you know, set, no. But maybe it's a no. case of, you know, alcohol is a contributing factor to an extreme event. You know, it, it takes, it maybe it needs like lots of little tiny things to all fall in place all at once for this to happen. No, because... And maybe the consumption of alcohol is just one small part of what they need to I happen. I think there's, there's probably a lot more people on the planet now, a lot more alcoholics now, and they drink a lot more booze. <sighs> Um, the door just opened. Yeah, I know. The door is, is opening, isn't it? So, um, But no, I off the bat, my instinct tells me straight away and everything in my brain that's normal and scientific, and I do actually have a lot of, you know, scientific point of views, uh, no. No? Okay, right, we move on. I'm not on. having it from the start. We move on to the Go, next one. So this, on. this one's a bit of a mouthful. Are you ready? Mm, I'm ready. The Countess Cornelia Zangari di Bandi of Sesenia suffered a similar fate in the summer of 1745. Yeah. So Cornelia went to bed early, and the next morning the Countess's chambermaid found her in a pile of ashes. Only her partially burned head and stocking-adorned legs remained. Exactly. Although Debandi had two candles in her room, the wicks were untouched and intact. And, listen, so are you saying the wax wasn't melted? The wax wasn't candles? melted on right. her candles? So this is burnt so hard... That, it is that reduced... hasn't even melted the wax. And it listen, seventeen forty-five. They haven't got lights, so your candles, I can imagine, are bedside. Well, they're everywhere. They would because that's the only way they had light. That there'd be multiple candles, but there is heat enough to incinerate and turn teeth and bones to dust. Yeah, it doesn't melt a candle, really. And no. we and listen, we no. know if you have a no. candlestick and there's a bit of a heat wave, they get a bit droopy. They melt. They melt. <laughs> we know that. And listen, anyway. it's only got to be thirty degrees yeah. outside. Yeah. 
so listen, I'm saying it's a bit strange, it's a bit odd. The whole thing is just very, very strange. The whole explanation, this is, this is why I wanted to do this and why we wanted to do this. Because no, not, no matter which way you spin this, it's, there's no explanation for it. I mean, I, you know, it, it's crazy. So obviously they were quite historic cases and, you know, it's, it can't be reliable so to speak. So I move on to a bit more of a, yeah. a modern day one. So this is the case of Jeannie Saffin. So mm. she was born in Edmonton in London. Yeah. However, she was born with birth defects, which led to kind of her having mental handicaps and she kind of had really reduced abilities and she's described um, as being almost childlike. So she was cared for and she stayed in the family home. But that, okay, you're saying that because you're reading it because that's the information you've got. But that would make absolutely no difference at all. No, but this is, but um, it's trying to explain why at 61 years old, she's living with her dad at home. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Right, so she's 61, as I just said. And so she was at her family home, and this is the 15th of September, 1982. So it's not too long ago. Exactly, this is like... It's not too long ago. And so she's at home with her dad, and his name is Jack, and her brother-in-law, and his name is Don. Geezer. Anyway, Jeannie <laughs> was sitting. Jeannie was sitting with her dad in the kitchen. Yeah. So, Jack, and that's da Jack. Is dad? When I go on and say the names, yeah. just a bit of context. So Jack was looking away from Jeannie when his attention was drawn really suddenly because he saw a bright flash out the corner of his eye, and he turned around and he saw that Jeannie was on fire. So Jack and Don are trying to put her out and they're throwing water at the, you know they're yeah, trying to put her out yeah. they're throwing her on the floor and whatever rolling her around they called for an ambulance and she was um treated en route to the hospital by paramedics and then admitted to the north middlesex hospital she was transferred to the burn unit at mount vernon hospital where she was treated but she died eventually, I think after about eight days, from bronchopneumonia. And that was because of the burns and the fire and the smoke inhalation and things like that. Um, Jack and Don, who was at home at the time of the fire, stated that Jeannie had flames coming from her mouth and made roaring noises like a dragon. Mm. But I can imagine that's probably that just screams. from pain. That's yeah, pain. that's just pain. Uh, both men have repeatedly claimed that prior to Jeannie being lit alight, that there was no source of ignition in the kitchen except the pilot light on the gas stove. But she wasn't anywhere near it. She was sat with yeah, her dad. And that's not going to, yeah. That's not going to do anything. Yeah, that's not going to do, yeah. yeah. Um, Don also said that Jeannie's clothes were unburned and that there was no smoke damage exactly. in the kitchen. But listen, 1982... I was listening to bloody Spandau Ballet then. We're not talking about hundreds of years ago. No. This is, to, to me in my world, 1982 was, was, was half an hour ago. You know, it, it, we're not, we weren't that so lack of advanced in medical care and medical science that we, we I mean, did, did, they, did they go internally and see the fire started inside her body? I mean, do we know that? I'm not sure, but I think that... Um... Well, it's not on her deficit. Her death certificate will say that she died from bronchopneumonia due to burns. But, you know, there's no, there's no proof of where the fire started. There's no explanation to, as to how the fire started. I think sometimes with cases like this, if a medical expert or a scientist, especially back, you know, say in the 80s or, or the 70s or 60s, if they couldn't explain it, 
they just didn't explain it. They didn't try to. Yeah, it's just. But it's not saying they wouldn't have gone home to to, to their family and said, "Oh my God, what the or or sat in the office and what the fuck? We can't explain it." Well, but just put it down to what it is, and then hope that there was no media coverage around in it. So that was young young Jeannie, poor girl. Um, there's also another case. So this is about a man called Robert Francis Bailey. So the circumstances are similar, but they're, you know, different at the same time. So he was alone. So there wasn't witness to this, but he was alone in an abandoned building when his body caught fire. So Robbie was a known alcoholic and it was believed that he was seeking shelter from the cold inside of a building where he died September 13th, 1967. A person walking by called the fire uh, brigade when he saw a bright light coming from inside the building. Within five minutes, a crew was on the scene and they found Robert on the floor, curled up as if he had a pain in his stomach. So we yeah, all know, we yeah. all, you know, the, the doubled Fetal over. Position, yes. Yeah. The fireman reported that he'd had a slit in his stomach measuring about four inches from which the flames seemed to be coming from. Mm, which mm. I think, again, is that's that's odd. That is strange. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just, it's just not normal. And um, they later described the flames as blue, and we all know that blue flame is hotter than a yellow flame. Blue is is hot, mm. um, and they kind of described it as flames from a blowtorch. So it's coming out strong. So literally from gases from the body, yeah. which we understand in science, there's lots of gases in the body. Yeah. Uh, Robert was still alive when the crew arrived and they reported that he was rivering in pain, obviously. Writhing, probably and that was supposed to be. What did I say? Rivering. Oh, Writhing. Rock has kicked in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, appeared to be biting into a stair post. Well, listen, well you would be. Well, you would be. Your stomach's on fire. Jesus, it's bad enough if you have a bit of... Acid reflux. Um, the crew later had to pry his jaw open around the post to remove his body from the scene after emptying several fire extinguishers to put out the flames. There were other odd aspects to the cases. Nothing else in the room other than Robert's body was on fire. And after putting it out, the crew found little fire damage in the room or Robert's clothing. Only the part of his shirt covering his stomach and a bit of the floor below his body were charred. They noted that there were several... Highly flammable substances in the room, but none of them had caught fire. Yeah. A later inquest um, hypothesised that the fire had been caused by Robert dropping a cigarette onto his shirt. However, the lack of surrounding damage and the spread with the um, with the flames wasn't consistent made it with, unlikely. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't but, consistent with know, his injuries yet. Because people do die from falling Catching asleep, drop, yeah, dropping yeah. a cigarette and whatever. That happens. But when you see that, the damage is... It's a house fire. It's a, yeah, it's a genuine fire. We understand fire. how that process happens. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, a cigarette is a source of heat, ignition. If you drop it on your sofa, you fall but asleep, whatever, people, then, but then your sofa's on fire. Yeah. It's not you just burned and your yeah. sofa's fine. And normal people like us, we understand that with house fires, there's a process, it ignites. We understand that. But um, with stuff like this, you know, nobody can... Yeah, it's just... I think there's there is a little bit more to this are you going to talk about um the case where the lady caught fire in the barn she was in a hay barn or was it a man i can't remember but it was um no i'm not going to talk about that one yeah. but tell us tell us your knowledge well, um again it was in a book um in multiple books actually when i was researching it years ago you know as i say when i was younger and this was a hay barn now they found the human 
burnt to ashes, no teeth, no skull, no bones. I, I, think, I think apart from there, that there was a, two legs left, which weirdly in human spontaneous combustion happens. It just stops at one point where you have legs and ankles and slippers. Slippers. That, 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 that are still intact. But this was a hay barn. And um, when the invest and I'm, I'm, I'm probably thinking the 60s, maybe 50s. So we're not talking about the bloody ark. Um, and, but the hay around was singed but the barn didn't catch on fire the barn didn't burn down but this body was so completely burnt the bones and teeth were burnt to dust and there was pictures there was examinations there was all the experts of course it was all well documented at the time but obviously before the age of internet and the news like we know now and again a complete mystery and and the thing is in those days i think more a complete mystery is, is so much more advertised because if it was just a normal death, there wouldn't be, there'd be oh yeah, he, f he fell asleep in the barn with a fag in his mouth and the entire thing burnt down. Yeah, but and if that was the case, be but there'd much. be no, but there'd be no barn. Yeah. And then they'd say yeah. right, you know, they dropped they dropped a cigarette or they was doing whatever. It was accidental death. And there, but there in wouldn't be media around it. Nobody in, bothered no, to do it, that shit because it was just one of those things. And as you know, hay is highly flammable. Yeah, and so. It's, bloody wood so, really don't you know right wood isn't flammable well it depends if it's seasoned doesn't it wood isn't and i listen i was shocked but it makes sense well, it depends on the type because of if truth, it was flammable yeah. if you let fire to it it would like paper paper is flammable because when you take light it it yeah. burns instantly just because wood catches on fire it burns for a long time because it isn't flammable and yeah. i thought that was amazing but some wood if it's seasoned will catch fire that's why i mean in my house we're in basically the cage, I had an open fire we're so. basically a science podcast at this point i know honey look at me I know. so we just poured another vodka in time for our spontaneous human combustion me and you will be we won't be back ever again because we're all going to explode <laughs> <laughs> but this is exactly what i'm saying when everyone attributes it sorry attributes it to alcohol i don't believe it can't be true Writhing in pain, writhing. <laughs> so I move. No, sorry, Withering, we shouldn't. We shouldn't laugh because actually, people no, are it's dying. A serious it's serious so, yeah. Sorry about that. I move on to my next case. This Dave. is March twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. See it again later. Yeah. So Kendall Mott, and he is the son of a retired fireman, George Mott, mm. began to worry about his father after he hadn't answered any of his repeated phone calls. So, according to testimony from family and friends, George was a bit depressed and suffered from lung problems. It required him to use an oxygen tank in order to breathe. Yeah. This kept him at home most of the time, obviously. Mm. So, Kendall decided to drop in on his dad to check, it, to check on him. And when he arrived at his father's home, he noticed that all the house's windows appeared brown. On the inside of the house, the air appeared smoky and smelled like something had been burned. George had been a smoker but quit because of his lung problems so the smell wasn't really unexpected so he was like right dad's been at it again yeah. smoking away yeah then kendall walked in and found his father what remained of him um all that was left was a pile of ashes and a few pieces of bone authorities noted that the damage was similar to what would happen to a body that had been professionally cremated yeah exactly it, it, the heat is like cremation and you know that takes a lot of that's, that's bloody a, yeah. heat. That's ridiculous. There were some inconsistencies in the room. 
So a nearby television had melted, but the bedding on which George's body had been incinerated was untouched. Exactly. This is why it's so weird. There was a box of matches on the bedside table that hadn't been ignited. Yeah. Investigators also noted that George's oxygen tank was still running and hadn't been damaged. Now, let me tell you, if you had an open flame next to an oxygen tank, that would explode. Yeah. Um, But... More than that, the the mask, the actual face mask, which is made of like a rubbery plastic, had it was fine. You see, it this hadn't is melted why or anything. I, I find these cases so crazy. I mean, most things, Freddie. Let's be honest. We we talk about a lot of crazy stuff on this podcast and indoors ourselves, and we've done it for years. And and we can normally find some kind of even even if it's paranormal. And we can say it's something not of this world. We can normally find something to um, get even half an idea of what it is. But with this spontaneous human, because it's so mixed with science and fact and unusual shit. I mean, I'm at a loss to ever, ever try and even in my brain try try and explain this there's no start for me to explain but then if you if we attribute this to a paranormal cause is it that's the only thing but is it demonic is i don't know it's what i mean i can't can't even start why these people why are they be it's very start to if these cases were oh yeah they were practicing a cult they were a bit you know but it i can't even ever in my brain start to i would love to hear from uh, fire experts or anyone that knows a bit about this because in my own brain I understand a lot of things a lot of things that people would think I'm crazy for I don't care about that but I can I can justify and I can understand it in my own brain but this subject Freddie I haven't got a clue about I can't even begin to work it out well let's give you some this is what the scientific community have to say okay right all right here we go so (laughs) despite investigators failure to successfully locate a different different possible cause of death, the scientific community is still not convinced that spontaneous human combustion is caused by anything internal or anything spontaneous. Right. So, recorded cases have the following things in common. Yeah. Victims are chronic alcoholics. They are usually elderly females. The body is not burned spontaneously, but lighted... Uh, but some lighted substance has come into contact with them. Mm. The hands and feet usually fall off. The fire has caused very little damage to combust- uh, combustible things in contact with the body. The combustion of the body has left residue of greasy and fetid ashes with a very offensive odour. Mm. Um, that is, again, is that, 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 that doesn't really explain a lot. Is no, I'm it? just giving you the right. what, what you would see commonly in cases so the seemingly supernatural way that the fire damage is typically limited to the victim and the kind of immediate area is not as unusual as it would seem Mm. many fires are self-limiting and die out naturally upon running out of fuel so in this case the fat in a human body and because fires tend to burn upwards as opposed to outwards, the sight of a badly burned body in an otherwise untouched room isn't inexplicable. So fires often fail to move horizontally, especially with no wind or air currents to push them. What do you think of that? Is that it? No, I'm giving you more, but I'm asking right, you. Right, go on. Well, I, well, I th- I, I'm, 
over my head, no interest. Okay. So far, I think right. it's rubbish. Carry on. So, one fire fact that helps explain the lack of damage to the surrounding room is the wick effect, which takes its name from the way that a candle relies on flammable wax material to keep its wick burning. The wick effect illustrates how human bodies can function, much like candles. Clothing or hair is the wick, and the body fat is the flammable substance. As a fire burns, a human body and its kind of fat cells will melt and it will saturate the body's clothes. The continuous supply of fat to the wick keeps the fire burning at astonishingly high temperatures until there's nothing left to burn and then the blaze will extinguish. Right, so why didn't the bedclothes set on fire then? Well, this is my question. Yeah. And this is so, come so, on, science, I mean... so that's great, that's great. If you put a body in a concrete room, yeah, and did that. Then maybe that's, there's, there's that's great. science that's, between you know, it. That's great. That's but fine. But why didn't the candle next to the body, which which incinerated the teeth and, yeah, and the know, bones, they're sat in an armchair, no. which is also made of material, yeah. and yeah. stuffing and what and wood and things like that. There has been cases where material slippers are so still I, there. So I get it. Where um, the body could burn to a certain extent and then cut off a certain extent. But I've I've seen cases and photographs and documented cases where there's um, from the knees down two legs, uh, two calves, two slippers. The the material slippers haven't even been touched yet. Everything else is burnt beyond. It's it's just dust. beyond recognition. I, I don't I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, now scientists are trying to have an answer for how do the fires actually start in the first place, and they yeah. kind of point to the fact that most of those who have died were elderly, alone, and seated or sleeping near an ignition source. So many victims have been discovered near an open fireplace or a lit cigarette. But listen, I'm still calling bullshit on that. Because just because you stand next to a fire doesn't mean you burst into flames. Speak to the fire brigade. Most house fires where everything is gone is from a, from a lit cigarette. Fact. We know that. Um, but the whole house is burned out. Everything's gone. Not just very certain sections. No, I don't get it. Don't buy it. Um, also as well, and this is why I'm saying the alcohol plays a big part, that a good number of them were last seen drinking. So um, what they're trying to say is is that they're so drunk that they're kind of... That their slippers wouldn't catch fire. No, but they're, <laughs> they're, so, they're so pissed. Their slippers are fine. No, it's that they've better. kind of got, you know drunk themselves unconscious so you know listen if if i was to set fire to your t-shirt you're not just gonna sit there yeah. and burn you'll do something but if if you were that pissed you know but even then your then body I'd... would burn naturally like in many cases of house fires are all fire brigades in the world they would come and it would be a natural process and the house would be burnt down listen we know <laughs> fire spreads with oxygen you know and the entire house comes down not just sections it doesn't matter what way you spin it i'm never going to believe they it. also try and say as well that because it's so often the elderly who um suffer from this is that they're they're more likely to have had a stroke or a heart attack which has led them to drop a cigarette or you know let that candle fall on them okay but again and i mean that they're, they're so already intense? dead the, and then they're burning. The wooden chair next to them. No, you're doesn't, right. It, it, it doesn't I'm, work. I'm giving you what the science community I is know, saying. I know, but it's like, really, th this is why we do this podcast, because everything, a lot of things are tried to explain by science, but it's just rubbish. It just doesn't work. Even for a basic human being with basic knowledge of fire. Um, 
no, it doesn't work. They also try and say as well um, that quite often cases of the uh, spontaneous human combustion occur without witness. So there's nobody then to... Yeah, well, a lot of deaths the, occur, put... occur without witness, if we're going to be honest. Correct. Most and deaths. And that doesn't mean heart attacks don't exist. Yeah. Just because someone didn't see you die of a heart attack yeah. doesn't mean you didn't die of a heart yeah. attack. Yeah. Just because, you know, I don't know. But listen, I'm... I'm trying to take a scientific view. I've looked at the scientific view. And listen, you know, they offer some interesting things. So the Wick theory, I understand. I get that. I understand that. For the human body. If, if they was laid in a concrete room, yeah, with yeah. nothing else around, and I can imagine fully that that is how yeah. it works. You know, fat is flammable. You know, so if, if you had an ignition on your clothing and then the body started to burn, the fat would render down and start releasing and soaking into the clothes. And that's what makes the fire science, burn. science, we can understand you know, that theory to but, an extent in, listen, in a controlled environment. Yeah, right. But listen, every single case, they've all been sat in an armchair, sat on their bed. Or in a barn, well, not every single case. Right. There's, you know, you know Listen, at Christmas time, every year, you know, there's always adverts about, like, the safety of the fire on a Christmas course, tree. Yeah. There's only got to be a little spark from a little fairy to light burn and burn an entire down. house down. Right, how does a human body completely ablaze enough to cremate it? How does Even that teeth. then... How does I that mean, not the cause? I mean, most, most cremations, I think, I think they say one of the hardest things, uh, the teeth, you still get fragments of bone in a cremation um i don't know nowadays but you know there's still something left but with these cases it is so severe that the, the knees the calves and the leather slippers are left or just a set no no it or the the bed linen or the candle well, let me or, let or, me tell you this so i've just googled the temperature of cremation right take a guess i wouldn't have a clue but i know it has to be really hot between 1400 and 1600 degrees fahrenheit now i don't know what that is in um celsius because that's what we do in england fahrenheit to celsius 760 yeah, degrees that's celsius. Crazy. yeah yeah <laughs> wow yeah. jesus yeah that's the temperature of the sun um yeah, it's not, exactly. not not quite but fuck me that's hot i mean yeah. the other day it was 32 degrees and i was melting yeah. i was hot yeah and that was yeah. 32 it so, defies... that is, so that is the power, that is the heat for cremation. So that's the heat needed to render a body and burn bone, flesh, And you're not going to tell me ever that that didn't set the roof on fire, the, set, the chair next to them on fire, or melt a can. No, no. So I'm going to... And I think also, because these cases have been reported, although they are rare, we know that, have been reported for so long... It's not saying, not everyone's lying about this, you know, not everyone's just making up this weird, crazy story. I think the cases are so fascinating because they're so rare. No, but, and but, a but, you, but you know how happen. they're not, they're not making this up because there are, because someone has died, there are professional people involved. It's not like you saying, oh, I saw a Roman soldier walk yeah. through my front room. Right, well, that's okay. That's, yeah. you either take that as fact or you don't. Yeah. Someone has died. Someone's so died, there's are, a pile of ashes yeah. there and a person that would have been, <coughs> should have been sat there. Especially even like you say, even the 80s, you still would have had due process, coroner, police, investigators. The 80s was, like I say, was 10 minutes ago in my world. Okay, in the 1700s, okay, I didn't know about that. 
But, you know, this is, I mean, fucking George, Wham was out in the 80s. I, you know, I know you're younger than me, but it ain't a stretch. I mean, 80s wasn't that very long ago. I mean, there and was... there was still... There was a case of, when I was kind of looking into it, there was a case as recent as 2010. Really? Um, and it was an Irish man. Yeah. And again, you know, no explanation. Upper, upper body, gone. And just um, the lower, lower yeah. extremities left. No, um, you know, the house was still there. Yeah, it just doesn't it, make sense. And if things don't make sense in the really real world, don't try and make sense of them. <laughs> don't you? You got to know it's something else because you can speak to everyone listening. You speak to a fireman or someone in health and safety, or whatever there is, because everyone's you know everyone knows. Just ask, just ask yourself this one simple question: If you started a fire in the middle of your house at seven hundred and sixty Celsius, yeah. the, the heat that's happen? burning, yeah. do you think your house would burn down or not? Do yeah. you think that if you started what does the a fire, science tell you? if you started a small fire on your sofa, do you think that your sofa would burn? Yes yeah. or no? If the answer is yes, you would expect it. Then, <laughs> then listen, right? It is what it is. Then you have to then accept that spontaneous human combustion is a phenomena that is very, very strange. That there is no and scientific normal, current yeah. scientific explanation for. Um, but I think even the science, you know. They've tried to explain it, and their explanation is great. Still doesn't explain away their, the, the Freddie. Con- their explanation isn't great. It's just shit. I mean, I, I, I honestly, it is very rare. We do this podcast a lot, and and a lot of time we discuss and debate and say, yeah, I can see that point of view. Do I believe it? No, or yes. But and, this and, one, and, you know, like no you could you could say like, oh. You could explain away thirty percent of cases with yeah, that scientific theory. They were this, yeah, None yeah. of I don't. I think you could come to me with it all two hundred cases, and I'd still say no. Yeah. Right. Well, explain to me this, 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 and this. Why didn't that? If film? there is What's a that? fireman listening, or an ambulance man, or any, you know, I'd love to actually carry on with this. this My brother-in-law's a fireman. Well, maybe we should get him on and just say from his or pre-record it and just get from his point of view in his multiple experiences of fires has he ever come across a case like that you know and just no he, he wouldn't have no, he wouldn't have done yeah. but you know so in the years that it's been documented so we're talking what's it what year was that man 1744 but yeah. it was 1740 something in all of them years there is only 200 documented cases of it not to say that there isn't more but there's only 200 documented that they've attributed to yeah but probably human, human combustion but there could have been other places in the world that we would never you know, know about, listen but... you know like china in 1745 yeah, yeah. Are we would that, never know do, was they documented like we are africa you know south america anywhere you know them yeah. kind of places you know europe and stuff it was a i don't want to say civilized but you know it was a we was a bit more not not even ahead of the times, but it was we was more documented, you know. Yeah, you know, we there's, there's, down, you know, yeah. in India, there's still rural villages that don't. You'd never know. Yeah, you'd you never know. You yeah, never know. Yeah, it, yeah. it could be happening right now, and we'd never have a clue. So, although there's two hundred attributed cases definitively, you know, in record, on record, and that but we know when wrong. we report on haunted cases, and we always say. This has happened to X amount of people, what we've researched, but we know lots of people don't come forward, lots of, you know, the only ones, and it'll be the same with this. The only ghost stories you know about are the ones that scream and shout yeah. from the hill saying, listen, I've got a ghost. Yeah. Or if it's personal to you, but just because you've had a ghost experience doesn't mean that you, 
go to every single person you've ever met and say, oh, listen, yeah. I saw a ghost last Tuesday. And there isn't a, a, a central database for ghost mm. sightings. Mm. It's... I it think all was, relies I think, on... I think medically, of... it's like a case like this, um, I, I think, honestly, honestly, medically, in a case like this, I don't think a lot of doctors or nurses would say whether 300 years ago or now... Um, yeah, this is spontaneous human combustion. I think, it, like you say, oh, it's put down to something else, something else. Because if you can't because explain you can't, it, you the can't science put, world you, likes to explain stuff. You can't course, put on a job. death certificate paranormal experience. Yeah. Like, that's not... That's, or we don't understand. Cause that's, not a valid, that's not valid. Yeah, because that's their job. They're, they're, you know, right or wrongly, they are there to explain stuff. And if they can't, I don't think they're going to go out to world media. We can't explain it. We think it's... Brain, you know, they'll lose their job. They're told by... You know, people above them, right, put it down to this. We can't explain it. We're scientists. This is our life's work. We can't explain it. But if you, you say have you to can't explain it, to something. the world media gets hold of it. And then, so, of course, they're not going to do it. And I don't blame them. But it doesn't say, it, it doesn't mean to say it doesn't happen. Correct. So, I, uh, I've never felt more passionate about a subject. You know, listen, ghost sightings. Yeah, you can always I'm, I'm a believer, down, so, but you, yeah. there's... There are things, other things that you can attribute to it. Yeah, so even if you say there's a hundred thousand ghost sightings, you could say, right, well, I can explain away fifty thousand yeah, of them. Yeah, you can. I cannot explain down, yeah. away any of them. Uh, and I at can't all. either. Zero. And because it, because more of this is science based, it's not somebody said they saw so. This is a physical death where lots of yeah. um, investigators are involved. It's it's something that because I, because with each one. Somebody has died. Yeah. There's there's the physi physical living proof. Yeah. You know because there is a pile of ash and half of a person. Yeah, but the quilt is still there. Yeah, listen. And the candle is. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. We'd love if to they, hear if anyone, it. Yeah, if anyone is an expert or, or knows any more than us, please get in contact because it's something that I'd really like to carry on with. But as far as I'm concerned, right now. In my own brain, there's no explanation. I've never found an expert. Even what you've read in your research makes me think even more. There's no explanation. I think it's just going to be one of... And actually, Freddie, I'm going to leave this podcast with, which is very unusual for both of us. There's no explanation. We just don't know. We just and don't I think know. always we're all flash. We have an opinion. We can... But I think with this one, no, because, I and just this, and this, think we just don't know. You, and this is... It's, why then people... Why that time, like... Was you can't, I, I wouldn't say it was a demon coming up and expelling themselves. Neither would I. Burned with damned fire. I can't even put it down to par even the paranormal side. I could, yeah, I can't I, I, attribute I can't it to anything paranormal. Yeah. I can't attribute it to anything scientific. I think it's going to be one of those weird phenomena that happens in the world that we'll just, just is. We'll never get to the bottom of That yeah. just is. But we do need to accept... It happens. That, that it happens, but, but, and it's. I, I think if it was paranormal, um, and it it was demons or something, we'd hear a lot more of it. But, so but, I can't but, even. But, the, but these, but these people, the people that you know, look at Jeannie, sixty-one from Edmonton. Yeah. You know, she she um had her own difficulties in life. She weren't no demon worshiper. She had no reason. Yeah. You know, it it, it was. There was nothing. It just there. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of things we can twist and turn, but this one. Some I'm out. things in I'm life out. are just a mystery, but it's okay to say that it's just a mystery. Yeah, sometimes we're human beings. We're not going to know everything. 
and I think this is probably one. How many podcasts we've done now? 60, 70, I don't know. But this is one I'm going to say, haven't got a clue, don't know. Not debunked this time round. Yeah, literally haven't got a clue. Well, listen, guys and girls, on that note, we shall bid you adieu. Uh, no, adieu. Adieu. See, you know you've had a drink when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I say on every podcast, but he's so intelligent. And the only, and the only um, thing I can ever pull him on is is, 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 is pronunciation of words sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it, babe. I like it. I am human sometimes. Yeah. So, as always, please... Follow our social media. So that is Twitter is the Haunted Pcast. Instagram is the Haunted Podcast Official. You can find us on Facebook at the Haunted Podcast Official. We also have a TikTok, which is the Haunted Podcast. And as always, you can email us directly on all of our social media platforms, but also at the Haunted Podcast Official at gmail.com. Be good and don't sleep next to candles. Yeah, and don't accidentally spontaneous it you know if, if it's all possible good luck to you yeah if possible don't combust yeah if you can help it because nobody's ever going to find out why you did it so bye gang bye